My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to the travel and cruise industry news podcast. On this, the fourth day of September, 2023, coming to you from I'm not sure exactly where we are. We're on our way to Ketchikan, Alaska. I don't think we're supposed to land until 9.30 or something like that. 10 o'clock is a little bit later. Uh, landing this morning uh, in Ketchikan. Before we get to the news today, folks, got a couple things that I need to, to share with you. One, I'm not sure what I'm going to do today in Ketchikan. Um uh, I opted out of going on the Misty Fjords uh, tour. Not that I didn't want to go on that tour, uh, but I've really had some struggles on the excursions. Uh, were they worth it? Oh, yeah. I have had two of the most magnificent excursions the last two days I could ever dream of. And any of you guys that are planning a trip to Alaska in the future, be prepared because I'm going to hammer the hell out of you to contact Nate for, for excursions because they are so much better than we saw uh, sea lions, we saw seals, we saw uh, bald eagles, including one that was flying around and dove down right next to the boat and got a fish out of the water right in front of all of us. It was just incredible to see. Um, it was it was just just great. My problem with the excursion, folks, is not anything to do with the excursions. I'm at the point where I'm really struggling getting on and off buses. Uh, my chair, of course, is taken care of by the staff, so I don't have to worry about that. It folds up. They put it on the bus, so I don't have to mess with it. But I still got to get up those three or four steps. And it is, even since I was on the joy, it's become more difficult for me to do. So I opted out of taking a travel Again, today. Uh, again, though, to balance folks, no, and I, I went into this with wide open eyes. I knew what I was going to have to do to get on these excursions. Balancing that, was it worth it? Oh, my goodness, yes. Would I do it again? Oh, no question. That's how good they were. So uh, that's where we stand with that. Now, I've been really open with everybody about uh, Sapphire Princess and the accessibility issues. 
I found a number of things on board that are not ADA compliant. A number of things that affect me directly, like the door to my cabin, which yes, the medallion unlocks the door, but then I still have to fight with opening the door and getting the scooter or the chair, whichever one I'm using at that, that time, in and out of the room. Uh, the public restrooms are They're marked to be ADA compliant, but none of them are. None of them have automatic doors or push button doors. Uh, they're just very difficult to get into. Many of them you have to take, make crazy turns and then still have to fight with a door. There's a lack of room inside. It's just not, they're not compliant. There are a number of barriers throughout the ship. Uh, were sections between, uh, you know, one section of the ship onto another section that might have an inch and a half or two inch metal lip uh, that are high enough that as I go over, not only is it a major jolt to the system, the scooter actually drags, the bottom of the scooter drags across the, the lip. I've seen a couple places on this ship that are actually too high even to attempt to get the scooter over uh, that are more like a step over. Uh, so that's a complete barrier that cuts off part of the ship to the disabled community. Uh, there are a number of areas on the ship, like the sanctuary. Nate had paid for the sanctuary when we were in Glacier Bay National Park, and he wanted me to come up to the sanctuary. I couldn't get there. There's no elevator to the sanctuary deck. You have to walk up a flight of stairs. There's no lifts. There's no lifts on any of the pools or uh, hot tubs. Uh, what I have gotten in the pools or hot tubs on this cruise probably would have because Nate enjoys the pools and hot tubs and I would have had somebody to do it with. Um, and yes, I have not gotten to the point of uh, being happy about the lift chairs, but I've learned from Christy and some of my other friends how important they are to them. So I'm going to give it a shot. And now I certainly uh, want to promote more and more ships happening. So anyway, I've got had a reasonably long list of things that I, I felt was wrong. When I got back on the ship yesterday, um, I had a meeting with the hotel manager, guest services, special needs coordinator. And it was just a phenomenal meeting. The first thing I did, of course, I explained the situation. Uh, I went through uh, basically what I had found in my survey of the ship. Now, that's not all complaints. I also point out the good things because uh, in a I do it in such a way that I'm um, pointing out or suggesting issues that they may or may not know about uh, so that hopefully they can do something about it. Okay. I don't go in from the standpoint of this isn't compliant. You know, th you need to fix it. Uh, that's just not my stop. They were taking a lot of notes, a lot of notes. So basically when I finished going down my laundry list, uh, explained to me, he says, I just transferred over from Emerald Princess. That's the ship that Kenneth and Robin are on right now. And he said, uh, ADA folks came in and did a survey much like you have done. And he said, their results are almost identical to your results on this ship. He said, so that tells me how thorough you have been. He says, now here's the situation that all cruise lines are facing right now. If they sell from the United States, they must be ADA compliant by, I don't remember the date, a certain date in the future. So on Emerald Princess, on the older ships, uh, the newer ships should now be ADA compliant when they're built. Uh, which has not been the case even as early as last year. 
Um, but the uh, on the emerald, they had a, a, a time period, 60 days or something, to fix it, to fix all the issues, to have them ready. So, and he said, one week after they concluded that survey, they had a team on the ship making the repairs, making the adaptations, and making the changes that needed to be made to make it ADA compliant, which is almost my identical list of things that I had wrong. So I felt really good about that. My issues with this ship are going to be fixed. So I'm just, I'm delighted. He said that he thought that we would be the next ship, the next of the old ships uh, to be studied. So that's awesome. I'm glad that I'm glad that the ships have to become ADA compliant. That's, that's just terrific news. Doesn't mean that we won't still have problems to deal with, but I think it's going to be a lot better for all of us in the disabled community. I was able to point out one thing to him that he was not aware of, and that was the Santa Fe dining room, that uh, half of the dining room uh, is for anytime dining or whatever they call it on Princess. The other half was supposedly for sweet guests, I think. And uh, they wanted me, I was actually having dinner with another disabled guest, also on a scooter. They wanted us to park our scooters, go up a step, and walk half the length of the dining room to get up to a table. I said, I can't do that. I cannot walk that far. And they said, well, then we cannot uh, serve you. I said, wait a minute, there's six empty tables over here and it's level that are open. He says, oh, well, that's for sweet guests. I said, well, you can't make an exception for two handicapped guests? And I said, no. So they left. I mean, they did help us get reservations in another uh, restaurant. Well, when I told him that story, he went bonkers. He said, all the things on your list, he says, I can't do anything about that. This, I can do something about that today. That's ridiculous. I said, well, cool. Thank you. So that has just added up to just, well, just a phenomenal couple of days between the excursion and then meeting with them and really all the, the things that the, my negative things for this ship. And none of them added up to the point that I was unhappy with the ship because I'm not. Uh, it's just those accessible accessibility issues. So that's just terrific news. All right, I've taken a lot of time talking here this morning instead of getting down to business. Uh, today's headlines, of course, we've got to look at the weather, but it's definitely better than it's been. The main story today is what's the truth about radiance of the seas? Major cruise line has a new East Coast home port. Majestic Princess to South America. Some of you, you might be interested in that. I am. Virgin Voyages returns to Portsmouth. A little bit of a Jimmy Buffett tribute in my thoughts about Jimmy Buffett. And lots more live here at 11 o'clock this morning. If you're listening via the podcast, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net or wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search for travel and cruise industry news and up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening to the podcast, if you ever want to jump over to see pictures or clips that I might be using on that day's show, there's always a link in the description of the podcast to do just that. All right. When I was in uh, Glacier Bay, that would have been on Friday, Friday afternoon after the show. And it was cold. It was windy. 
I mean, I'm bundled up like an Eskimo. I've got, you know, like 19 layers on, including my Liberty University Elmer Fudd hat that with ear fluffs, flops, just, and I'm not, folks, I'm not advertising Liberty University. It's the warmest hat I've ever had on my head. So I use it. I'll use it till I wear the thing out. My my niece wants to steal it and burn it, but that, that's. But anyway, I was uh, up on deck, which I spent about five hours up on deck, and all of a sudden, this lady she walks up to me, and I, she walked up right next to where I was sitting out there. She's wet, wrapped in a towel, and she's talking to a friend of hers. I guess she gathered up her bag and stuff to go get dressed. So a few minutes later, she's out there. And I said, uh, can I talk to you? So my special guest on Chili Chats today is Sharon from Brisbane. All right, guys, I have a special guest here. <laughs> it's a crazy lady. She was wrapped in a towel and soaking wet. And that was about 10 minutes ago. This is Sharon from Brisbane, Australia. Hello. Sharon, tell us what you did to be soaking wet and wrapped on a towel. Okay. So I went for a swim um, on the way to the glacier on this on this Sapphire Princess. Um, because my back was hurting and I thought I'd stretch it out a little bit. And it was just so beautiful in the heat of the pool. So yeah, that's why I went for a swim because my back was hurting. <laughs> and then did you get in a hot tub too? And then I decided that I would hop in the hot tub, and that was fantastic. Yeah. Have you ever uh, <laughs> gone swimming when it's cold like this? No, no, I haven't. I've okay. never been to Alaska, and I didn't think I'd be swimming in Alaska. All right. All right, now, back to the real questions for my, my guests. Traveling from Australia yes. to Alaska. Yes. That had to take a couple hours. Yes. So it was 13 hours to Vancouver, and then it was another um, couple of hours up to Anchorage. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, 15, 16 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Are you enjoying the cruise so far? Yeah, 100%. It's my first cruise. Oh, okay. And um, I was looking for something to do for a week um, as I found myself um, in... Um, Vancouver for a little bit of work. So I had two days where I had to um, be in Vancouver and then I thought I'd have a seven day extension and do something I'd never done before, which is cruising in Alaska. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Sharon, thank you very much and thank you. good luck if you go for another swim up here where there's all this ice. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was Sharon from Brisbane, Australia. I've run into her several times on the ship. I, Folks, I mean, I usually, I've become a, I don't, won't say a popular figure on cruise ships, but I end up meeting a lot of people. For some reason, this on this ship, I've met more people, I think, than I have in most, about eight cruises total. Four. Uh, we've developed just a extraordinarily dynamic uh, solo uh, meetup group they we they had one the first night we were on the cruise that princess started and it was one of those deals where they do that the first night and then they say okay if you want to do this it's up to you well i said okay i'll take care of it i'll just i'll be in charge of doing this to solo meetups and it's just kept growing and growing and growing and just just a great group so that's been that's been a lot of fun all right Let's look at the weather before we get to the news, folks. The Atlantic is clearly improving from what it's been. Gert is likely to be absorbed by post-tropical cyclone Edalia later today. Gert is about 860 miles east-northeast of Bermuda. Maximum sustained winds at 50. Present movement is to the north at 24 miles an hour. Minimum pressure is at 1,000. Katia is hanging on as a tropical cyclone. 
She's about 1,020 miles northwest of the Cabo Verde Islands, 35 mile an hour winds, present movements to the northwest at seven. Central pressure is 1,008. Katya is expected to become a remnant low later today or tonight and then dissipate. And then the X down there, the red X, showers and thunderstorms continue to show signs of organization and association with a tropical wave located southwest of the Cabo Verde Islands. Environmental conditions are forecast to be conducive for further development in this system is expected to become a tropical depression in the next day or two. Additional strengthening strengthening is likely late in the week while the system moves westward to west-northwestward at 15 to 20 miles an hour. And this is one, folks, that's even though it's not directly in the trough that I call it, uh, is close enough to it and going along in that path so, yeah, we got to watch this one, folks. 70% chance of further development in the next 48 hours, 90% in the next seven days. This could be a system that's going to affect uh, our cruises in the, uh, the Caribbean, Gulf of Mexico, possibly, Florida, possibly. Who knows where all it's going to affect. All right, then... That takes care of the Atlantic. So clearly, you know, that's better. You know, we're going to end up probably by tomorrow having the one storm uh, coming across uh, off the coast of Africa. So now in California, or in California, in the Pacific, we have uh, one also. Why isn't the picture coming up? Okay, I'll explain it. I don't know why the picture didn't come up. Uh, Anyway, an area of low pressure is associated with a tropical wave continuing to produce showers and thunderstorms a few hundred miles south of the southwest coast of Mexico. The system has become more organized during the past 24 hours. Further development is expected and tropical depression will likely form during the next day or two. While the system moves westward to west-northwestward at 10 to 15, passing well south of mainland Mexico. Formation uh, 48 hours is about 70% and 90% in the next seven days. So is this going to end up being one of those storms to nowhere? Or does this thing bend around and go back up and affect the coast of Mexico? Who knows? We're going to have to watch it and see. All right. I'll be back with the news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, top story today, folks. Has to do with radiance of the seas, and boy, what a mixed bag of crap is out there on this one. The basic part of this story and the first part of it, folks, is clearly Royal Caribbean's interpretation of events. 
cruise passengers booked on a voyage on Royal Caribbean International's Ratings to the Seas received disappointing news recently. The cruise scheduled to depart from Seward, Alaska uh, two days ago, this weekend, was canceled due to unforeseen mechanical problems with the vessel. This again is from Royal Caribbean. On a voyage that promised to take passengers on a scenic seven-day journey from Seward to Vancouver, that's the same journey I'm on right now, with stops in Juneau, Skagway, Ketchikan, and Haines. Travelers had high expectations for the holiday. However, those expectations were dashed when they were informed that the cruise would not proceed as planned. A letter was sent out, you know, they're offering compensation, yada, yada, yada. The letter, all it said was that it acknowledged a technical issue, did not uh, provide specific details about what aspect of the propulsion system was affected. Sounds to me like azipods, but I, you know, I can't say that with any assurances. As of now, Royal Caribbean Lines has not provided any additional information regarding the extent of the mechanical issues on radius disease or whether they would impact future sailings. Now, remember, they're up there in Anchorage on Seward. I was in Whittier, Seward's, you know, same general area. And going to Vancouver. Well, the next cruise would be from Vancouver. They're not saying anything about what's happening from now until then. Here's the troubling issue. The original story, and a story that is still at least in rumor form that's persisting, was that Radiance of the Sea said an iceberg getting up close and personal to one of the glaciers. And that damaged the ship i.e. the propulsion system, possibly the azipods. They're not admitting to that, probably because of the bad publicity of a cruise ship hitting an iceberg. Now, obviously the radiance of the seas didn't sink, but it was going along fine, and all of a sudden now it's got a propulsion issue enough to cancel a cruise in Alaska. It's going to a different port. It's not, you know, a round tripper out of the same port. I don't have the answer, folks. I'm not sure what happened, what the truth is. I have checked with a dozen sources, and all of them have a different opinion about what happened. And I'm it probably is just that. It's an opinion. Factually, they canceled this week's cruise. Beyond that, who knows? Well, tricky situation from our friends over at Royal Caribbean. All right, we've talked about this a couple times in the past. All right. A cruise line has developed a new home port on the East Coast. We've talked about it coming. Well, it's here now. Norwegian Cruise Line sailed from Baltimore yesterday for the first time in the cruise line's history. Norwegian will now have Norwegian Sky and Norwegian Sun sail from Helen Delich Bitly Port of Baltimore. There'll be a mixture of cruises to the Caribbean, Bermuda, Canada, and New England. The two uh, Norwegian ships will sail from Baltimore this fall with Norwegian Sky returning to the port in September of 2024. Of course, the sun and the sky are older ships. I've been on both of them. 
I like both of them. Um, I did the sky last summer, you probably recall, with Hot Air Tom and Cindy. And it was it was a great cruise. So I don't mind that the smaller ships. I don't mind the older ships. Yeah, they don't have the bell and whistles of the newer mega ships, which there's good things and bad things about it, the big ones. I like both the sun and the sky. So, and I'm glad they're in Baltimore now. That gives me another opportunity to sell again from Baltimore. I had some issues with Baltimore Cruise Port on the way they handled uh, the disabled community. I want to go back and see if anything's have been corrected or if I need to continue uh, working with them. Nice way of saying keep from fussing at them. All right. Boy, this is one that I like seeing this morning and, and definitely something to look into. The Majestic Princess. And by the way, folks, let me point out, just because I had issues with accessibility on this princess ship does not discolor my thought about princess cruises. Because everything else about the ship has been just sensational. The crew, the staff, the food, the uh, the bar services, the bartenders. Man, they've been good. It, it's taken them no time uh, to realize I don't like strong drinks. I much prefer a weaker drink, and I'll have more uh, than just one strong one that I choke on. And, and I've not had since the, I think of the first drink that I ordered on this ship, I've not had one that was, you know, not up to my liking as far as the way they're mixing my drinks. So uh, even that's good here. Uh, the entertainment on this ship is excellent. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, this does not discolor my thought about Princess and I will continue to sell princess i'm going to put them in my rotation now on a regular basis but anyway this this kind of got my interest up because you guys know it's on my bucket list majestic princess will be cruising to new destinations during 24 and 25. upon completing a fall program on the west coast the 2017 built ship is set to debut in two regions South America and the Caribbean. The winter season begins with an 18 night cruise to the Andes and South America's Pacific coast. Sailing on December 1st, the one way cruise departs from Los Angeles and includes visits to ports in Mexico, Panama, Peru, and Chile. The Majestic Princess then offers a 15 night cruise to the Cape Horn and the Strait of Magellan on December 19th. Sailing one way between Chile and Argentina, the itinerary features visits to seven destinations in both countries and also to Montevideo and Uruguay. On the highlights of the cruise is a visit to Yeshaya in Argentina, which claims the title as the world's southernmost city. Continuing its journey across South America, the Majestic Princess head north and early. 2024 with an 18 night cruise to Brazil, marking Princess' return to that country after four years. The cruise sails from Buenos Aires in Argentina to Port Everglades and also includes ports of call in the Caribbean. Man, that's one to definitely look at. Uh, even segments of it. I could do it. That's, that's on my bucket list. And yes, folks, I can't afford to go do a 74 day or man, I'd like to have some sponsorships and work something out. That would be awesome. And I'm uh, going into that full well knowing South America is not wheelchair accessible as other countries are. And that could present some problems. 
I will be a challenge. I don't mind that at all. All right. The Scarlet Lady uh, sailed originally from Portsmouth in the UK. And Virgin Voyages is going back to Portsmouth. For the first time since that I basis. All right, guys. Over the weekend, we lost Jimmy Buffett. I wanted to say something about it. Um, I was lucky enough over the years to see four live shows uh, by Jimmy. I met him once, very briefly, but I did meet him. I shook hands with the man once. Loved his music forever. So I was very saddened to hear of his passing. I mean, if you think about Margaritaville, you think about it's five o'clock summer, you think about come Monday, and there's hundreds of songs that we all love. I mean, you know, especially people in the cruise industry. And it is, I feel significant as to how much he has meant to this industry from his music. Not only does you, do you have the Margaritaville at Sea Express that sells out of out of uh, West Palm from two day cruises to uh, Fort Lauderdale that you know Jimmy Buffett and my friend Bernard Cosa merged to form Margaritaville at Sea Express. They've just done a big refurbishment job on that ship again. I'll go on it again to see if they fixed any of the accessibility issues because it was terrible for accessibility, but that's okay. I mean, older ships, many of them are that way because back then they had no idea on how to deal with handy. I, as far as I know, every cruise line plays some of his music with Sailaways. Have you ever done a Sailaway that didn't have at least one Buffett song played? Or you didn't have entertainment that regularly do Buffett songs? I can't think of one. And I think at just about every port of call, at least in the Caribbean, every port has a Margaritaville. And I've been to most of them. I don't mind telling you. I get into a port of call and I don't mind at all going and having a sandwich or an adult beverage at Margaritaville. I mean, I do the same thing with Senior Frogs too, but I mean, you know, there's Margaritavilles literally everywhere. Now you got the new Margaritaville communities. I mean, what a magnificent businessman he was in addition to being a prolific, talented writer that has meant so much to the cruise industry. So I can just say, rest in peace, Jimmy. Man, are we going to miss you. Good guy. Actually, he was born Christmas Day in uh, 1946. Of course, he died September 1st of Merkel cell cancer, a extremely rare form of skin cancer. So, sad day for all of us. All right. That's going to wrap up the news portion of today.
Let's go see who's in the chat room fussing at me. And then I've got to decide if I'm going ashore when we get the catch can or not. Uh, we're getting pretty close to catch can now, but well, there you go. All right. Who's fussing at me in the chat room today? Joanne is with us. Hi, Joanne. Kenneth's here. By the way, let me point out, folks, I've been doing, I tried doing one, uh, a pop-up StreamYard live from this, this ship. And StreamYard does not allow me, at least I haven't figured out how to do it yet. It's not clear on the phone, because I'm using the phone as a webcam, how to flip the orientation of the camera in other words the right now it's on selfie mode if i I call it that where it shows my face but let's say i'm interviewing somebody like i i did with my friend from brisbane australia there you know i started off with my original question with the camera on me i flipped the phone to put her on the camera and it's normally it's just a touch of a button to, to flip it. But when I'm on a StreamYard live, I can't do that. So it, it makes it makes doing uh, a live uh, on the StreamYard unless I'm in a situation like this that's stable. Uh, I you know I can't go around doing lives and like do a tour of something because I've got to flip, turn the phone around and then I can't see exactly what I'm filming. I ran into issues with that on the wells yesterday because I just kept the, the uh, video running, but between the sun and the air and the glare, I couldn't necessarily see that I had it framed in just right or you know trying to increase it so i could pull it in at a distance so i got a ton of editing to do to make that usable but it will but anyway so i've been doing uh, facebook lives and i do pop-ups whenever i think of anything or whenever i see something i'd like to share with you guys and i've been getting a lot of folks joining in and uh, leaving comments and and so it's been great but i can't do anything with those i did one on the ship yesterday uh trying to show you guys actually live show you some whales i can't use that afterwards i can't edit it up and and put it in a video or anything like that. Facebook won't let me do that. I can even download it, even though it's, you know, my stuff that I do on my Facebook page or whatever it's called. If anybody knows how to do that, let me know, because I'd sure like to to use the Facebook stuff until I can get StreamYard to where I can do a, a stream just like this show when I want to do those kind of pop-up live streams. Hot Air Thomas here. Uh, we're back in Richmond today. Very good. Good flight back from Boston. Arrived about 45 minutes early. Huh? You must have had a been busy booking excursions for my April 24 transatlantic New York to Rome. Spain ports for the most part was going to see pizza, pizza. <clears throat> that would be the leaning tower of Mike's with us. I'm Mike. Glad you enjoy your excursions over the weekend. I'll pay it with the difficulties. Yeah, it's and I don't know if I've gotten weaker um, or if all my mechanical issues are 
progressing. I don't know. But boy, I was it was it's a real struggle going up those three or four or five steps to get to a bus a seat on the bus. And then my breathing is horrible for about ten minutes. I mean I huff and puff and can't even get a word out until I get the breathing back under control. And that's with oxygen going, folks. That's not sitting there like I'm sitting here right now. If you, everybody knows I got oxygen sitting right next to me if I need it. But as long as I'm sitting still, I'm good. So most of the time, if I'm rolling around on my chair or in my scooter, I don't have to have it on. But if I get out of that chair and try to go up those six steps, I would literally pass out from the the strain if I didn't have oxygen. And then I get so winded just doing that. <laughs> it takes me you know, at least 10 minutes to get back to where I can even say hello. <laughs> anyway, maybe somebody will come up with a, a cure for my uh, lung issues. Marissa's here. Happy to have the day off so I can catch you live. I watch the replay from the day before every morning while I get ready. Well, thank you very much, Marissa, and welcome in the family. That being said, since I watch the replay, which is more beneficial to you, meaning which benefits you more, if I watch on YouTube or listen to the podcast, makes no difference. Um, it's all, I mean, it's, it's always good for me to worry about and try to improve my numbers with YouTube because I do generate some income from YouTube. So yeah, that is beneficial to me. You know, I don't make a whole lot of money. I'm not like, you know, Emma and some of my friends that, that make enough money to pay for this. I still do most of this out of my pocket. Or, and I'm also honest about that, if I'm hosting a cruise uh, for somebody, I get a deal or free, depending on the numbers. Uh, so, yeah, that helps out some. Uh, my ambassadorship with a scooter out of Will Power Chairs uh, doesn't pay me any cash money. But it's certainly provided transportation now for a couple of years that I haven't had to pay for scooters. And now I've got a new chair when I get home that I've got to get used to. Uh, and see, it's one of those that you have to take apart uh, to get it in and out of the car. So I got to see, I'm hoping how easy that is to do. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, Marissa, I mean, all, all my numbers um, are looked at by folks. So it doesn't matter if you're listening to a podcast or you're listening to watching me live. I mean, that, you being here helps me out in, a, in any form. And yeah, if you do something that affects YouTube more than other places that probably helps me the most. So, but anyway, I'm glad you're here and glad you uh, uh, you made it today. Uh, of course, it is. I didn't even mention this before because I got sidetracked running my mouth. Can't imagine that. Uh, happy Labor Day to everybody. Sonny's with us down in Mississippi. Hi, Sonny. Sonny says, hit the thumbs up. Yes, I certainly do appreciate that. There's Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Oh, yeah, I meant to show you something that Kenneth and Robin sent. I have looked on this one, and it does have the full. Okay, yeah. Um, let me go back here. See if some of you, I'll give you guys a, a, a quiz. And quite frankly, I failed. Oh, there it is. All right. This came from uh, Robin and Kenneth. Kenneth, do you know what that is? 
I'll give you a second to think about that. Obviously, that's in the hall on a cruise ship. And I have seen similar things on cruise ships numerous times and never even thought much about it other than uh, somebody left a little table in the hall. I mean, they're all kind of leaving scooters in the hall and yeah, whatever. But I really did not know what that officially meant. So now you've had a, a chance to think about it. That's a room with a COVID patient. That table is there so they can bring the person or couple or whatever it is inside food and leave it out in the hall so they don't have to have contact with the person. If I thought about that seriously, I might have come to that conclusion, but it certainly didn't pop into my brain when I saw that at first. So, Ken and Robin, even though I didn't get to your camera pictures today, uh, thank you for that. That that was a that was a good a good post, and it was something that I just didn't equate. Not even though I know that happens. Hot Air says when I was on your chat with StreamYard, the view choice was an icons prior to actually entering the chat. To change, I had to leave the chat and select another view choice and then re-enter. Okay. Hmm. Dennis says, I enjoy Margaritaville jerk prawns and also have their lime prawns. Yeah, I've, I've had that as well. I just, you know, I like the vibe. Of course, uh, it, it was really kind of cool when I was in uh, Falmouth, Jamaica. Uh, they marked the fact that I had uh, had been to every Margaritaville on Jamaica. <laughs> so, uh, and it gave me a T-shirt for that. All right, let's see. I got back to where I was supposed to be. Waikiki, Taipei, Lajeda. Do you notice an AI pattern? Lahaina, Lahaina, oh, Lahaina, Lahaina, Kahalui. I think I did Kahalui right, but Lahaina, I probably did wrong. Okay, thank you, Dennis. Chile, I looked on this one. Uh, does does have the full one hot tub lifts? That's what he said that they had added those. And half the bathroom have electric doors. Yeah, all always required from the ADA to be ADA compliant is in public areas. Uh, it, you don't have to have an ADA compliant restroom for every restroom bank, which means with a man's and a women's. Uh, so it's perfectly acceptable, let's say, on the aft part of the ship, there's a, a men's room on, on the starboard side and a women's room on the port side, and maybe there's an ADA-compliant restroom uh, unisex on one side or the other. And then you go maybe to midship on another bank. There might be another ADA compliant on the, you know, the opposite side from before. Just so they are more of them uh, and the accessibility is better. And they're not required to have one at every bank. I call them a bank of restaurants. Um, but you have to have one reasonable reasonably close i mean for the very reasons the handicapped community and i make no bones about it but i mean because of the damage to my bladder and and all of the you know yeah, i spent over a year in a catheter there are times if i have to 
pee. I got to pee. And I don't have necessarily time to go looking for a restroom. So it's got to be one close that I can get in and out. Uh, so, yeah. Um, um, uh, what he said about Emerald was that much that, that they did not have was fixed almost immediately. And I'm looking for the same thing to happen with Sapphire Kennedy. I felt really good after that meeting yesterday. Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. Of course, she's down in Jacksonville. Says, welcome back, Tom. Joanne says, good for you, Chili. Advocating. Would some physical therapy help when you get home? I've done about all with therapy I can do. And I, I don't know. Uh, that's why I went back to the all through the pulmonology folks uh, this summer. Well, I stayed home this summer trying to get a handle on it. And it just, um, I'm not sure that the situation I'm in can ever get any better. So I just make do with what I got as long as I got. And, you know, and like I told my family, you know, if, if I'm, you know, if I kick the bucket on a cruise, then I die a happy man. Because you guys know how much I love to be doing what I'm doing now. Uh, whether I make any money doing it or not is insufficient. But I really am thrilled when I know that I have affected someone somehow for the industry uh, betterment in the future. That to me is thrilling. This thrilling. And a lady last night, she happened to be sitting in a in a hot tub as I was rolling by, and she she called me over and said, "Can I ask you a couple questions?" I said, "Sure." And her mother has just gone to a chair, and her mother wants to drop. That's great. And she said, but I'm so worried that she'll get into trouble. Well, you know, yeah, no, don't. Your mother wants to travel. She can travel. I do. You know, she can get in trouble. She can have problems at home. She can have problems doing something she wants to do. Let her do what she wants to do. Oh, well. So, anyway, so just little things like that. Um. Sonny agrees, rest in peace. Jimmy, there's Steve out of Kentucky. Hey, Steve. Uh, if Royal Caribbean can't get the ship to Vancouver in that week, that the next cruise to Vancouver could be canceled too. I mean, that's what I, I figure, but I get, I get so aggravated at the cruise lines because they don't ever want to tell you the whole story. You know, they, they want to, to not cover it up necessarily, which is not very forthcoming with a lot of these things. And I found out about them late and after the fact that they could have been so much, so much better just letting us know what the problem is and we can deal with it. And for, for the most part, you know, cruisers are very adaptable people. But we have to be, and we're big boys and girls, and we wear big boy pants. So you throw something at us we're not real fond of, we don't like, we get along without it. You know, we make a change. So I, I hate it when they hide us. They don't tell us the whole story, and they code it with, you know, sure coding. I just don't, I, I'm not sure that that really helps with them along with all right, let's see who else there. Mela uh, Montevideo. Montevideo. Yeah, that's right. That's a fantastic South American itinerary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really good. I'm going to have to do some serious looking at cost and my schedule, too. But uh, well, one day I'm going to do that, guy. Promise you that. Unless Hot Air Tom can pop up for a world cruise for children. 
Yeah, come on with it, Todd here, Tom. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to have some sponsorship. That would be terrific. You know. And I don't care. It could be a cruise line. It could be hell, it could be somebody that makes jockey shorts. I don't care. I'll be happy to advertise for them. Advertise around the world. That'd be lovely. Um Then it says, Tom, that itinerary will probably sell out to probably no last-minute deals. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be very popular, too. There's no bucket on Disney sail away. <laughs> yeah, you're, I, I haven't done a Disney cruise, so you're probably right about that. They don't do any bucket songs on Disney. I can see that. They do if everybody else has got, you know, if everybody else has got to play a, a puppet song, I think. Um, I have avoided a oh, buffet since 2014. Two unsanitary picks. Yeah. And talk the other, the other buffet. Um, Most of you know that I rarely do the buffet for uh, dinner, occasionally for lunch, because I know I can get salad, I can get something light. I'm, I really try to stay away from bread as much as possible on cruises. I have my dessert at night, but I only have one, no matter what. And then there's some nights, like last night, that I, I picked out, but it was on reasonably healthy stuff so that was a that was just an awesome dinner last night i had a uh, certain turf and also had uh mustard steered ahi tuna and oh my stars was that good that was even that was better than the circle turf last night but i had both and i had, had two appetizers that was that was a big outline for me. Uh, I do do the uh, buffet breakfast. As a matter of fact, it's time for me to go get my breakfast. I haven't eaten yet today, and I've been up a long time. When I was on your chat, oh, I was streaming. I already did that. Uh, Dennis says, by the way, Tom, he's up by a train from Livorno for a short visit. Then to Florence by train. That's a good suggestion. Balcony furniture. That's what I thought first, too, was balcony furniture. Lounge chair footstool. Yeah, they put fast food on that still. Drop it and run. Yes, they do. Lahaina. Lahaina. Okay. You got me, Dennis. I'm, I, I think I'll remember that now because I've said it wrong all my life. Hot Air says, exciting news. My limo company has kind of contracted phone salesperson who is living in Eastern Europe. She arrived by a train into DC last night and had a ride to Richmond. Hi, nice. Her drop address was about a mile and a half from home. I will be picking her up to take her to the office tomorrow for a tour. She has been an excellent employee, so excited to meet her. Very nice. Congratulations, Hotter Tom. Talking about cruise lines not spelling out the details. People are now canceling early 24 Panama Canal cruises for fear NCL will drop the canal from the itinerary. Who wants a PC cruise with no? Yeah. 
with no PC. Of course, I understand that. I am picturing my Monticelli advertising for the uh, Manscaped trimmers. <laughs> yeah, I can see that now. Oh, that's funny out there, Tom. I don't know if anybody caught that one, but I did. <laughs> yeah, that's a great suggestion. Yeah, admittedly, I'd prefer having somebody have sponsored me to do something with cruising or travel. Ah, yeah. uh, uh, that was a good line, hot air, Tom. All right, guys, I got to go eat breakfast. And I'm going to do something. In I don't know. It looks like it's rainy out there, too. If it's rainy, I might not go at all because I've been wet four or five times on this cruise, and I sure don't want to end up sick before it's over with. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. I sure appreciate all of you being here. Wow, it's been a long show today. I've run my mouth more than normal. So uh, anyway, guys, uh, as always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. Hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. I'll see everybody back here tomorrow. And maybe I'll have a plan by then for Wednesday, because I'm not sure what's going to happen on Wednesday. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. Have a phenomenal day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.